up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Zip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can call or text, as always, at 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Do you know what 7 o'clock means? It's coffee time. <laughs> I don't know, why would you not have coffee in the first hour, though? Mm, denying myself. But I don't think you should. Yeah, you weren't. Was I crappy? You weren't surly except for the whole Bryce Young Hendon Hooker thing. That's about it. You were fine besides that, which you were wrong on, by the way. Nope. If I looked at a Heisman race today, I bet you Hooker's above Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud's probably above everybody. I think he's number one. Yeah, I think I think I think Stroud's number one. Hooker might have passed him, but I'm gonna guess one one two is Stroud and Hooker. Young's probably third. You're probably but, right. But you get my point. The Heisman is not like repeat winners. Oh, I totally understand. That's that's the biggest thing. If somebody can can be close enough to surpass Bryce Young, they're going to pick that guy. Yeah, as I we came out of that little bickering session okay because you acknowledge that Bryce Young is the better quarterback. Thank you for that. End of story. I'd like to know what the NFL draft scouts believe. Oh, Bryce is a little small, but. Oh, well, so is Tua. Tua gets beat up, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we, we, we got a call. We have we have a call. I, I want to get to this phone call to start off the hour, and then we'll get to move we'll move on. Thank you, because go ahead. Thank you to Chris and Jerry. Yes, in the first hour, and you guys can continue to call in four zero two four six four five six eight five. Before we get into our topic, John has a good question for us. John, you're on early break. Go ahead. Morning, Steve. Morning, Jake. Hey, John. John, um, thanks for joining us. My question is for both of you guys, obviously. Um, how do you compare the talent that Mike Riley left for Scott Frost and the talent that Scott Frost left for Mickey Joseph? And that's thank you. All right, Jake, help thank me with you. this. This okay. is hard to do. Um, Nebraska and and Mike Riley's last season cratered. They went four and eight. Right. They went four and eight. Remember, just remember, John, what happened at the end of the Riley era was a debacle. Um, the, the team quit. The team quit. Well, I mean, it was getting blown out. Like they, I, they quit. They quit against Minnesota for sure. Remember that Demery Croft game? They got yeah. sucked and they torched Nebraska. Remember what happened at Penn State, where the score, the final score, wasn't terrible, but it was a, it was, it was not a game. It was not close. It was not a game. You remember what happened against John? Remember what happened against Iowa? Uh, now, this is a good. This is a. It's a complicated discussion, complicated by the transfer portal. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. Which wasn't available to Scott Frost in 2018 when he inherited the team. Um, how is the talent? I'd say it's comparable, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's still a team that's bereft of of 
several I mean it's not a team you look at and say this guy's for sure all Big Ten except Trey Trey Palmer Palmer, you're looking at right now is probably a guy like that no I'm gonna say this before the game was played on Saturday I saw a seven round mock draft come out which is early okay thank you and Nebraska had nobody in there okay now John that's informative um now, single, now, single player. Now, off that two, uh, I can't remember exactly the 2018 draft, but the, but the, you know, the twins, the linemen, Khalil and Carlos Dan- uh, Davis. Were, yeah, they were drafted. Um, I think Nebraska had three or four p- people drafted in 2018 from 2017. John, to answer your question, where just to get to the right down to it, probably pretty comparable talent wise. Pretty comparable. Tanner Lee went. In the sixth round of that draft, that's about it for Nebraska, 2018. Uh, <laughs> Richard chimes in, hey, not sure you're aware, but no other team had access to the transfer portal <laughs> in 2018. Well, I was just comparing. <laughs> right. Richard is just comparing the situations here. Right. I know you're right, Richard. But, I, yeah, I John, wouldn't you say, come on, Jake, I think help it, me. It's pretty, yeah, pretty comparable there. Yeah, pretty comparable. Comparable, comparable, same thing. We have another phone call. Another one coming in. I don't know who we have here. Let's just, let's just do it. If then then we'll us, get to your question. If you can hear us, you're on an early break. Go ahead. Who do we have? Never mind. The caller's gone. Okay. So you're, the topic we have, another bye week is here for Nebraska football. What's the theme of our conversation this week ahead of the Illinois game? What is the narrative? What is the narrative? Is the narrative mostly about the head coaching Search in quotes, search in quotes, and as it relates to Mickey Joseph. Yeah, I think it probably is. Yeah, and and that there's camps in this conversation. Um, there are there's a camp that says no go on that. That Nebraska has to look look elsewhere. I'm in the open mind camp. I'm open minded about it, and I think you have to let it play out a little longer for Mickey. In fairness to Mickey. Well, that's why he's got the rest of the season to play it out. Right. He's in the chair. Now, that's the thing I keep emphasizing. Mickey Joseph is in the chair that gives him an advantage. I mean, he's in it. If you don't want – if you don't – if Trev Alberts didn't want this to become a situation, the what you learn if you're an AD out there is don't put that guy in the chair if you think he could become the guy. Yep. And you're not sure you want him to become the guy. Don't put him in the chair. Because what Mickey's doing – is number one, he presents himself very well as a leader. And he's a leader. It's pretty clear he's a leader because the way the team is playing for him. He's presenting himself well. He's he's handled this well. He woke up that morning of September 18th. Yeah, a month ago tomorrow. Was that is that right? He woke up no, it was September eleventh. Okay. So September 11th. He woke up the morning of September 11th after an absolute debacle. Nebraska losing to Georgia Southern Mm. and giving up 600 yards, right? Yeah. Wasn't it 642? (laughs) It's unbelievable. He woke up that morning not knowing he was going to be the interim coach, interim head coach, head coach. He, He got the job. And has settled that team down quickly, settled them down, and has them playing hard. And I'm, I, I, I just think in these last five games, if they win three, now what do you do if you're Trev Alberts? What do you do? Well, that's the question. I mean, well, what do you do, Jake? 
Well, we don't know what the search is like behind the scenes. We don't. We don't know, we don't know if if Trev is rooting for Mickey all along, saying we we like make the, make me not hire you, basically, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what his know. mindset we, is. We saw, we saw him in the locker room when they beat Indiana. He was jacked up for that, ecstatic for Mickey. That thank was cool you, to see that Thank you for scene. bringing that up. Yeah, He was there. Trev he was, was present. Really, he, you know, there's no doubt that Trev is a Mickey fan. Yes. Now, is he? A, does he believe that Mickey is the one that can lead this program back? Now, there's a, there's a distinction there. Well, uh, here's here's a big deal with Mickey Joseph, and, and this is pointed out, I believe, by Chris in the first, out, first segment, or Jerry, one of the two. The best player in this team is Trey Palmer, a mm-hmm. guy that Mickey brought in himself. That was Mickey's guy. Mm-hmm. He brings in talent. Mm-hmm. He developed talent at LSU. We know Mickey can recruit. Yeah, that is – Trey Palmer is definitely something that Mickey, Mickey – okay, here's the deal. Think about it in terms of being Mickey's agent. Okay. Okay. How do you sell him? Well – Trey Palmer is something you bring up. Uh, you As you should. Yeah. I mean, one of the best receivers in the country right now, right? He's number one in receiving yards. Number one in receiving yards. Pro Football Focus has him rated as the number one receiver in the country. How about that? Yeah. Okay, Mickey brought him in. Mickey, we all see the optics. It, all, it looks pretty good. Mickey, Mickey's demeanor coming off the bus. Mickey's demeanor on the sideline. The way the kids play for Mickey. The way Mickey handles himself at the podium. It's all pretty good look right now, right? Um, you you kind of have confidence as Nebraska goes out on the field right now, right? Well, it's that's all stuff you have to consider now. Malachi Coleman is going to announce his verbal commitment on Saturday. I mean, I think if Malachi Coleman picks Nebraska, Mick, you'll obviously be a big reason for that. Hmm. You know what one other thing would, that would help Mickey and if I was his agent? Now, I'm going to go someplace where it's a little uncomfortable, okay? I would try to I would try to get his name involved at Colorado. Yep. Well, it might already be in that discussion. It might already be a name they're talking about in Colorado. I would get his name involved. And, and Now, what would Nebraska fans do if a report came out from Pete Thamel that said Colorado's got their eyes on Mickey I kind of Joseph? expect it. I kind of expect well, that to come Well, I know out. how games get played, and that's how agents play it. Yep. Let's put some fear in those Nebraska fans or Trev Alberts. Colorado, you don't want to lose him to Colorado, but they're the looking year. at Ryan Walters. That's what they're doing. Colorado's looking at Ryan Walters as the defensive coordinator for Brett Pilema. Oh, well, that makes yeah. sense. That makes a lot well, of sense. Well, they're, the, they're the, one of the top defenses in they the are. country. That makes a lot of sense. Ryan Walters is a young guy who played at Colorado. Well, that would help. Right. So, Ryan Walters – like a lot of people are gonna if that if a report came out about Mickey would say linking Mickey to Colorado, a lot of people would see right through it probably. But it doesn't have to be Colorado, just some other job, you know. So Mickey, I don't know. The bottom line is he's in the chair right now, Jake. He's in the head coach's chair. He's in the big office right now. Right now. Yep. He's in the big office. Yeah, and he's got a he's got a bye week to get things situated, get get guys healthy. Hopefully, Reimer's back for the uh, you know Illinois game. See, be important to help stop Chase Brown in that game. Yeah, but it's yeah, gonna he, be a he's game. The guy. It's he's gonna the be guy. a game. It's gonna be a game. That'll be a game. See, that's the thing. We're not looking at that like, oh God, they got no shot against the 18th ranked team in the country. We're not looking at it like that because Nebraska's a little scary. They're a little scary. Look, if you're a Nebraska fan. Just do something. If you're a Nebraska fan, well, a lot of us do this. We all look at the negatives. 
and we look at the reasons why Nebraska can't win. Look at the reasons why they can win. And think about it from Ryan Walters, the defensive coordinator for Illinois' perspective. Look at it from his perspective. Oh, man, they got that. They got it. They, they, have, they have Trey Palmer, who's one of the top five receivers in the country maybe. Okay, rated number one by pro football focus, whatever that means. But it's not just him, Jake. That's the thing. It's not just Trey Palmer. They have some other guys that can beat you. They have better skill position talent than I would say Illinois or Minnesota. I watch those teams. Yeah, well, it, Ottman Bell's injury hurts for right. Minnesota. Sure. Yeah. Now, Illinois has Isaiah Williams, a couple of the pretty good receivers. But I think I'd take Nebraska's skill talent over Illinois. Hello. Illinois still, though, is, this is crazy. I mean, Illinois has allowed – Okay. Five touchdowns this season? Yeah. I don't know. It's, don't it, bring up stuff you don't know. They have <laughs> they they know they've allowed five touchdowns on the season. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Illinois is six and one sip. They have allowed five total touchdowns this season. Five. Okay, then we're gonna continue to play this. How many did game. Purdue have last week against Nebraska? We're getting off subject here. One, two, three. Purdue had five touchdowns against Nebraska. Okay, okay, but here's what – now, okay, you forced me into this, and then we're going to get back on track. This is Illinois' victories this year. Wyoming. Okay, Wyoming's four and three. They're, okay, that's respectable then. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Lost to Indiana. That was a bad loss. and That was a, a fluke loss. Vir, beat Virginia. Virginia's two and four going okay. into Saturday. Okay. Beat the Chattanooga Mocs. Okay, they beat Wisconsin – and we all thought, oh, my God. But then we kind of come to understand Wisconsin's struggling. Beat Iowa 9-6 to six, and then beat Minnesota. Jake, that, that's not – They're better. beating the teams in their schedule. The Indiana, <laughs> Thank you. The Indiana game was been, a fluke loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they would beat be a, Indiana right now. It's going to be a close game. Of course. Well, you hope so for Nebraska's yeah. sake. Close. Now, can – again, the, the, now Mickey – this is what Mickey – I'm sure that Mickey – ponders these sorts of things how do you win in this this conference if you can't run it and you can't stop it you can't just be we're going deep we're going deep we just gotta i mean the simple the simple formula which is scrap 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 and hope casey hits a couple deep balls or three deep balls or four deep balls that's not really sustainable no especially when they have especially for this game coming up in two weeks if you do hit the deep ball and some scores that's not going to happen every time illinois can run the football I know you it's, can't it, stop. You just gave Mockaby a, a hell of a game for right. Purdue. That's what I just said. You, I know if you can't stop the run and you're not running it, you're it's trouble because you, that's a formula to keep you in games against close teams. It's not a formula to win. No, it, it, you can't have Illinois Purdue these teams having the ball for 46 minutes in the right. game <laughs> because you kill score your defense. Right, it's going to kill like, your. Yeah, defense. you're going to you're going to score probably a few times, but your defense just can't stay can't out hold there up. all day. Can't hold can't up. do it. And you, and you, you know, should expect that, by you, the way. You know, you know uh, here's a stat for you. Miles Farmer played 103 snaps. 103 snaps. I wonder how his body feels. you got to buy a week. Yeah. Now, that's that's 101 snaps plus two penalties. Oh. <laughs> well, how about that, Miles? Yeah. Thank so, you. So what is the narrative right now? What is going through people's minds? Are people still excited about the season? I think they should be. 
this five-game stretch is fascinating. It's partly fascinating because you're wondering about what's going to happen with the Mickey Joseph situation, the head coaching situation. Where is the search? People ask me at the same simple, why is there no information? There's no information because there can't be. You don't know what Trev is doing. You should be happy about that. There's no leaks going on, right. by the way. Yeah. Leaks don't look good for no, Nebraska. No, it looks terrible. Yeah. There's been too many leaks over the years. You don't want leaks right now. Yeah, it doesn't look good. And, it, and if he's looking at the kind of coach you want – then that coach is probably coaching a team in a successful season, right? Yes. And and I don't know. I guess it's maybe because this is a an age thing, maybe. But I wouldn't want Lance Leipold's Kansas team to be to distracted by Nebraska's job opening. I don't want that for anybody. No, I want your team to to play well, right? Yeah, we want you to have success. Don't let this job right distract you from having a good season right now for the guys right. you That's are not coaching. A good look for anybody. your organization you're with, right? I don't want some leak at Nebraska nope. compromising Kansas' special season. Or who or Baylor's not having a it's special, not a special season. special season at all there. Or Iowa State. No, that they season. lost again. Yeah, they lost Texas. again. Right. Tight game. Again, Campbell. 0-4 oh now. You can't win close games. 0-4. Oh we've the, already seen that here. Right. 0-4 oh in the Big 12. Right. And we've seen coaches that can't win. We don't need more that can't win tight games. Now, Mickey lost a tight game Saturday. Yeah, I know. That's why these next five are, 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 you know, what happens. Are people into it? I think they're into it, but I also question, you know, if you, if you are a Nebraska fan looking at the search saying, okay, Mickey it might be number one. He might still be a clear number one. Oh, I don't point. know. I don't know if I'd do that, Jake. Why, now, why, 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 why would you say that? Because he's in the chair. Yeah, he's in the chair. Yeah, he's clear because he's in the chair right mm-hmm. now. Now, I, I guess the fans would ask your opponent in two weeks, Brett Bielema, is, is he a likely candidate? Okay, I'll address that. Here's the thing about Bielema that I don't understand why people think Nebraska could go pluck him. Okay. Okay. Bielema is in year two at Illinois building something that looks pretty special. They have a training facility that's, I, I'm going to say, two years old. Okay. They have a young and aggressive AD. And they have Big Ten money. Okay, they're got, they can pay him. Nebraska's not going to swoop in and pay him an ungodly amount of money that Illinois couldn't match. Right? Illinois can match it. They got the same Big Ten money that Nebraska has. Would now, they, they don't, don't may have as much money overall. I do, don't know. Do they have NIL money at Illinois? I don't know. That's what I would ask. If you're Bielema, what gives you a better chance? That's a chance? good question. That's a Does good... Bielema see Nebraska's NIL operation as something that's way ahead of Illinois? Well, right now, Bielema could go to his AD if there's a concern about NIL and say, let's get this going. And the AD would say, whatever you say, boss. <laughs> I mean, look at Illinois. <laughs> I mean, come on. Illinois got Brad Underwood in basketball got things rolling. Right. Brett Bielema's rolling. I mean, they're ahead of you in both sports. Right. And, and they do have the facility. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that I would say Nebraska. That I don't know that I. Okay, Jake, drill down on this. Help me. I don't know that I would say Illinois is a. Excuse me. I don't know that I'd say Nebraska isn't a better job than Illinois. I think it is, but is it enough better that that Bielema would jump from Illinois to Nebraska? Why would he do that? By the way, he's building Illinois. He's building yeah, way more pressure here than in Illinois too. Way more pressure in Nebraska. So what? Which is a better job in your mind? Well, I mean, it's okay, more prestigious here. Yes. If you want the prestige level. But if you want a job where you can you know, be okay and be liked for a long time, I mean, Bielema could be at Illinois for a long time. They don't have don't, high I don't, expectations. I don't think he's sell, settling for okay. 
He doesn't have the look of a guy that's settling for okay. Illinois has been to the Rose Bowl. A long time ago. 2005. But, it, why, but why can't Illinois do it? Why? They can. Yeah, they can. But for anyone that says he's they, from it, Illinois, for anyone that says Chicago, I mean Chicago's not a football city; it's a basketball city. It's not, it it's not, not a ton of football talent. No, Alante Brown was in Chicago. I guess that was good. No, it's a basketball city. It's a basketball. It is not a football town. No, but he. The other thing about Vilma, he is an Illinois native. Why would he leave his native state? I don't think it's happening. Okay. Josh Whitman is a young, aggressive AD. They have yes, new. They have new facilities. Um, a beautiful. I, I took the virtual tour of Did their you? yeah of their How was football that? facility. It's it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous new facility. They have Big Ten money. There's I just don't think you're I don't think it's realistic to think that you're going to go get him. That's why I believe that. And he turned down Icors during the during the Riley search, the search that ultimately landed Mike Riley. Okay, it ain't happening. Now. Hopefully, I, now I would say, hopefully I'm proven wrong. Because Bielema, what would Bielema do? He would get your lines oh, right. Oh, God, can you imagine that? He We'd would, actually have some trenches here. He would get your trenches right. Both of them. Yeah. Offense and defense. They are good up front on both sides at Illinois All already. Quickly. Year two. They're good. They run the football. They run the football and they're good on the defensive line. They got hosses up front. I like Brett Bielema. I know you do. Or as hard Harvey Perlman said, Belima. It's hard not Bobby to. Probably want Belima. It's not. Yeah, it's not hard. It, it's easy to like him, especially when he's winning like yep, this. Yeah, six and one. Beating up on a bad schedule. Six and one. The 18th ranked Illinois Illini fighting Illini. How about that? Illinois is the clear cut favorite to win the West. Look at their schedule the rest of the way. It's not. Even, it's it's words, very manageable. Words I would never think we'd utter on this show. The clear cut favorite. Well, it's either it's either Purdue or Illinois. Who are you taking there, boss? I don't know. Oh, you know, who are you taking? Illinois, close. Illinois, clear cut. More next and early break in the ticket.